you this morning? Good, Pia, how are you? I'm great. It's, you know, it's almost, it's almost Friday, so it's Tuesday, so that's good. Um, what's but I said Christmas, because that's all I could think of right now. It's just Christmas. It is. It's, it's almost Christmas. I think I have all of my Christmas shopping done, but one gift. Well, for my children. I, I don't even right. know about other people. But for the children, <laughs> I only have one gift to purchase, and I can purchase that online. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the holidays. I'm ready to stop working for the holiday. So um, do the children have you in full holiday mode with school parties and whatnot? Yeah, school parties and school shows. And um, we just sent out our Christmas cards. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. I have bought mine, but they have not received a stamp or gone into the mail yet. So we'll see. Maybe I'll have them ready for 2020. Right. And right. So, um, yeah, we just sent out Christmas cards and Kennedy helped me um, put the stamps on them. So that was actually a lot of help. And um, I didn't let her glue them, but she did put the stamps on them. And I'm really excited about this year's Christmas cards because uh, today's guest, uh, Corinne, helped me uh, pick out the dresses for my girls. Oh, oh, she's the one that printed, that helped you pick out what I call the Dickens-inspired Christmas dresses. I love those. <laughs> yes. She has a fabulous children's store in, um, in our neighborhood. It's a children's boutique, and I wanted something special and something one-of-a-kind. I wanted something timeless and classic, because I realized that my... My daughter's about to turn eight, and I never took a picture with her where she's wearing ruffles and has a big bow, and we live in the South, and I don't know how I missed that, so, but I accomplished it this year with the help of Corinne, and um, so Corinne, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your store? Sure. Thank y'all for having me. You're welcome. Uh, my name is Kurt. Oh, my name is Corinne Wright, and I am one of the two owners um, of Threadfair Children's Boutique. My mom and I are actually business partners, so it is a family affair. Um, but we recently moved into the Oak Forest Garden Oaks area. I live in the neighborhood, um, and previously we had a store over in the Memorial City area. Um, and so we're just really excited to be closer to my hometown, or hometown, closer to my neck of the woods. and. Um, Kind of in an area where you can't really find a lot of specialty stores. Um, I mean, there's definitely more coming, but I'm really excited about the growth opportunity and um, just really getting the word out about our, our little shop. And we, um, big news, next month we're actually moving into our permanent store location. So we've oh. been waiting on this for two, two years. So we're oh. very excited. <laughs> oh, where's your new um, location going to be? We will be in the Stomping Grounds Center, which is on 34th and basically oh, wow. all that. That is an Gardner. awesome location. Yes, we are super excited. We will be the first first ones open. So um, everyone come see us and then slowly there'll be more businesses opening, now, you know, hopefully month after month. Now, where is this exactly? I know 34th. I didn't hear the cross street. It's it's basically at Alba, so we're we're in between Ella and Shepherd off of Thirty Fourth. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Right, it's, it's kind of catty um, corner from. 
catty corner from the YMCA, and then we we share a back wall where Slowpokes, the, the center where Slowpokes is. Okay, I know exactly where that is. So cool. Yes. All right, and that whole stomping ground um, area, from what I've seen, the development looks like it's going to be amazing. Like a great place for families to go. So I think your store yeah. will have will get a lot of business because every yeah. everyone for the kids shows the girls wore their dresses. And every, like, few steps, I had to tell someone where I got the dress from. <laughs> and they're like, oh, where is this from? <laughs> <laughs> it was a darling dress. Was, they were adorable. Thank you. We appreciate the word of mouth and, and the compliments, for sure. So do you have as much for boys as you do for girls? Because I have a boy, and even though my yes. boy now refuses to wear anything cute, um, mm -hmm. I'm a traditionalist. So what do you have for boys? We do. So we do carry boys and we will be expanding even further into the boys category once we're in the new shop. Um, boys are always, you know, a little more difficult to purchase for clothing wise because usually about that four-year-old age, they're ready to just get into the athletic wear and, you know, the, the um, college t-shirts and under armor and whatever's comfortable. So we do carry, um, special occasion where definitely um, if you have pictures or family events or things like that, we are well stocked in the boy category for that. And we do have casual wear too, um, but shoes and gifts. And um, so in boys, we go, we offer sizes newborn to eight. Um, and then in girls, we offer sizes newborn through 14, 16, tween. Okay. I'll have to come by and check you out. Yeah, yeah, we would I, love that. I, I wasn't fortunate enough to get boy clothes because the two sweaters <laughs> I fell in love with, apparently someone what the sizes I needed before I could. So, it always happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, but I tried to move so quick. I was like in the store in September because I just know that people are always shopping for their kids, it seems like, before I can get there. So this time I was really ahead of the game, but still I did not, wasn't that fortunate with uh, uh, we do have a we do have an e-commerce website as well so um as you know the local moms might not be into thinking about holiday pictures yet there's people shopping our website all over the country so um we always say if you see it get it then because it may not be there when you when you come back <laughs> yeah. and so what drove you into the uh, children's clothing business? Was it wanting to robe your child a certain way or do you just like styling children? What was your inspiration? Sure, um, well my background out of college, I was actually a buyer for Foley's, which hopefully you all kind of remember Foley's. Um, so oh, I yes. have a, a lot different mindset though with the huge department store with 75 stores that I would buy for now to just one individualized boutique but um, I kind of had that retail background my mom actually started our our parent company in 20 2005 and she did birthday parties she was a kindergarten teacher and did birthday parties um, and then we opened the first brick and mortar in 2013 where she did birthday parties and then I kind of ran the small boutique that was in the front and then our e-commerce e website so I just love, I love children. I mean, I, I can, I, at least the girl side, I can relate to. I have two girls of my own. So I always like finding, you know, special, unique things for them. 
Um, I, I love seeing their faces when they come in and just kind of like in awe walking around looking at everything and I love being a help to busy moms and parents who you know need to find something and don't have a lot of time so we love making recommendations you know we're always available to help with sizing and coordinating outfits and you know it's really just that personal aspect that you don't get these days with shopping online and in the big box stores that is true especially with children's clothes i don't like going to larger retailers because i like someone to help me and i don't like mm -hmm. to search I don't, if it's not on an end cap, I'm not going to buy it. So it's right. nice to be able to go into a smaller boutique and there's only a few items and I can actually look without feeling overwhelmed. And also knowing that I won't run into five other children who have on the same thing mm -hmm. that my children are wearing. Right. right. And even with the Absolutely. things that, because I came in with an idea which is always really hard because you come with an idea and you can never find it. And I, I, because I came in September, the winter, well, the holiday things hadn't um, come out yet, but um, Corinne helped me. We went online to show, she showed me what was going to come out so I could be a little bit ahead. So I knew what um, to shop for when I did come back, when it was actually, when I was able to purchase it. So even if you don't see it right then and there, they will help you find what you're looking for. Absolutely. And when I went on your website, I got really excited because I noticed that you also have a few um, women's one, women's clothing, women options all of a sudden. Yes, we have a couple of brands that do women's clothing that will match back or coordinate with the children's pieces. So um, Riley and Crew is one of those, and I own several pieces myself. And they're comfortable and casual, and um, it's sometimes fun to just be able to coordinate with your littles when they're still little. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm running out of time. I'm like, yes, I, I must get this now. Well, at least with one yeah. of my daughters, she will, one daughter, Kennedy, the one you know, she will, mm -hmm. I think she'll always be underneath me for a few extra years, or just always be underneath mm -hmm. At least I think that. I mean, I, I may be fooling myself. But um, <laughs> Talia, no, I don't know if she'll yeah. come match me at all. <laughs> I can try. Have you ever done a completely coordinating, a completely matching outfit or a coordinating outfit with all of you all? Um, I, I haven't actually, we haven't worn it, but I did do one. Um, uh, the Lily Palooza line, the Palooza line, I'm totally jacking up her name. I'm sorry. They had, uh, they had a few options at Target when, you know, they brought everything back from celebrity designers that they showcased. Mm -hmm. And I got dresses for all of us, and Kennedy was really excited, and Talia said, no, she's not <laughs> But it was a winter, but it was already the fall, and it's a, it's a summer dress, so let's see if she changes her mind. Maybe. Maybe. I always wish that I had girls to do coordinating or matching outfits, but I don't. Well, you can still do that with boys. <laughs> uh, my oldest is beyond the phase. We did it somewhat when he's younger, but he's 13 now, and he's not mm -hmm. even interested. And my three-year-old, I don't want to call him a hipster, but mm -hmm. <laughs> he's yeah, he, he likes those, um, like those skinny, jogging pants so skinny yeah 
athletic, they're not really athletic pants, those skinny pants and a graphic tee. And those are things that the fact that I even buy it for him shows how much I've evolved <laughs> as a parent because my oldest child is like, no, you're not getting it. So um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to evolve my style to do a, a mommy and, and me with my son because I am the only person yeah. I know. <laughs> I love a child with a good sense of fashion and, and knows what they want. Even I at mean, three, that's impressive. <laughs> it is. And he knows what he wants to wear, when he wants to wear it. So I have to bring him by because I can take him into a store. And like, Do you like that? Nope. And I'm at the point now, I don't buy it if he doesn't like it yep. because it's just going to sit in the closet. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we, we always recommend bring them with you because they need to buy in and and agree they're going to wear it. Otherwise, it's just a waste. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I can bring Kennedy with me. She, she's going to want everything. It doesn't mean she's going to wear it. I don't trust her. <laughs> she wants everything. She, oh my goodness, she does have a, a sense of style. She wore her soccer. She, I don't even know how she does this. She wore her soccer, um, her soccer, um, her, I guess her soccer socks. She wore them over her knee, like thigh high boots. Like, who does that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kennedy. So, Corinne, what do you like most about your business? I mean, what, are, like, you know, I, I, I've never had my own business. Well, I can't say that. Mm -hmm. Never on that level. So, but what is it that inspires you to get up in the morning? Um, what, what's your passion behind it? What's your driving force? Sure. Well, being a small business owner, we wear several hats on a daily basis, which that is probably the biggest challenge for me trying to balance. Um, Cause obviously I want to do the things that I find the most enjoyment with, which is like merchandising the store and changing things around and getting it set up for the holidays and help helping customers when they come in. But being a, a business owner, you also have to sit down and look at the financials on a daily basis. And I manage the website as well. So it's loading new products. It's, you know, taking markdowns. It's not a, not a lot of the glamorous stuff. All the analysis with what's selling and what's not selling. And we're in preparation mode for market in January, which we'll go and then buy the fall and holiday 2020 collections. So um, an inventory, never a fun thing to do, but a, necess a necessary evil. So um, it, it's, it's a day-to-day day day is completely different. One day I'm doing, you know, one thing, and then the next day I have to transition to either the marketing or the buying or the, you know, finance or whatever. So, I mean, there's, I really get the most enjoyment though out of the, the customer interactions. And um, once we move into the new location, we're going to start doing a lot more events and um, like philanthropic driven events and things directly for the kiddos um so we're starting to plan all of those exciting things to come as well oh sure do you have a mailing list or email list for your event we we do we have a newsletter sign up on our website and then um once we get into all well, really in the next couple of weeks we will be merging over to a online or an electronic point of sale system which will collect all of our customers information that comes in the store too so um, if you are interested about getting information about upcoming events or sales or new arrivals or any of that we can definitely get you added onto our newsletter and 
I, I also do that. So I definitely won't be like spamming your inbox with a ton of things. So don't worry about that. I hardly have time to get something out every few weeks. So okay. you mentioned market. Is market still as exciting as it was my mother used to have a children's clothing business in the 80s and I love going to market with her is it still exciting or has e-commerce changed the the field the experience it's still exciting I mean I would definitely say it's different now than it was you know 10 20 years ago um, I, I think a lot of buyers do buy more online and so I know that the um, the vendors that are at the markets have seen a decline in attendance as far as the number of buyers, but I still like to go and look and touch and feel and, and physically see something before we make the commitment to bring it into the store. And it's always, it's always a little overwhelming because, you know, if we had several million dollars a season, we would spend it because there's so much good <laughs> stuff out there, but we can't. So we have to, we have to really, um, whittle down and really get that curated collection by season and, and that is one of the unique things i think about our boutique versus even other small boutiques is that um, we have a few brands that we historically bring in every season but we really go based on what the overall assortment looks like that season so we may not have a brand uh, we may skip a spring season for a brand and then if we love the fall pick it back up so um there's some tried and true ones that customers continually want, you know, every time they walk in, but you'll, you'll also be surprised to see a lot of new things that um, you didn't see before. So. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And as a mom, and when you talk about wearing different hats in your business, do you have any tips for other um, business owners or women, other moms that would like to open a business, how to um, just quickly before, Maybe just just talk about like different ways that how you organize yourself. Sure, and that is one thing you have to be really cognizant about because, especially with our online, like we're open twenty four hours a day. So I literally could be working twenty four hours a day, and I really have to just make the concerted effort that when my kids are home from school, then my phone goes away and my laptop goes away. And my poor husband, unfortunately, gets the brunt of it because once the kids go to bed, I do start working again, but you only have 24 hours in a day. So, um, but I do, I think that it's a great opportunity for a mom who wants to stay at home with their kids or be more involved with their kids' lives to um, start a business. I mean, it's not an easy thing, but I think that there um, are a ton of people willing to offer advice. And I would say lean on them, like those who have come before and, and done it. Um, I, I always ask a ton of questions. Um, anyone that I meet about, you know, entrepreneurs or people who run their own business. So um, I think that you can gleam a lot from, from others who are currently doing it. But I know that that's kind of becoming an even more popular trend is that there's a lot of moms looking to leave that corporate job world and open up you know, either an online store or do some type of work from home business. And it's totally possible. Um, you just have to kind of rearrange your, your schedule to where you, you have to make it a point to keep within that kind of nine to five or eight to six or whatever time frame that you otherwise would be working right. um, in a, in a other job. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I could see how you could totally just bring your work home. <laughs> yeah. 
and I do, but. <laughs> I have one last question. So sure. um, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Everyone probably can't be, some people shouldn't be, but realistically, uh, for people who are contemplating starting a business, um, how much capital did you start out with? Was it something that you just started, you maybe took out a loan or did you use your personal finances or did you just start slowly? What was your avenue into the business and would you do it that way again? Sure. Um, well, we, we, I would say when we originally opened the first brick and mortar, we did um, take out a personal loan within our family or extended family's finances. So we were fortunate that we didn't have to go to a bank, but you do need, it really just depends on the concept of your business. And if you are opening like a physical storefront versus if you're going to do something just online, obviously an online business is going to be a lot less overhead and capital cost up front. Um, I would say probably having a hundred thousand dollars is going to be a good starting point. You may not spend that much. Um, there's just a lot of costs associated, especially if you're looking at doing like a retail um, establishment, some type of store. I mean, it's all the inventory. It's the build out for the um, brick and mortar space. It's getting, you know, any e-commerce stuff set up. If that's what you're going to choose to do, there's a lot of pieces um, to get you started. And so I would definitely recommend giving it two years um, for you to be able to to get back to a point where you're profitable other you know aside from what you invested from the startup and a lot of people do it a lot faster but I think that would be a um, reasonable and um, time frame for someone okay. to, to look at perfect thank you I'm sure that answer is going to be beneficial to any of our listeners who are contemplating starting a business I wish that we had more time and we could talk longer but we need to wrap up. Uh, is there any takeaway point that you would like to leave for our, our listeners, Corinne? No, I would just say um, thank you for listening. And I would love if anyone has any questions about any of this stuff. I mean, I love to chat and, and to help others. So feel free to reach out. Um, our email address and our store phone number are on our website, which is threadfair.com. Um, and then we'd love for you to come see us in store. Um, and look out for our grand opening announcement, which will be probably at the beginning of February for the new storefront and stomping ground. I can't wait. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. I loved hearing your story and I hope to meet you in the store one day soon. Yes, I'd love to. Thanks for having me. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye. The podcast is over, but that does not mean that the conversation has to end. Connect with Brianne and I on Instagram at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? Or you may email us at podcast at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe.com. We also have a website, so check it out www.mommywhereismyshoe.com. Before you go, do us a favor. If you like Mommy, Where Is My Shoe, the podcast, please rate us in your app. And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommy, where is my and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.